Good day and welcome. You're listening to the LARB podcast. I'm Larry G. McGuire, writer and artist at LarryGMcGuire.com. This is a podcast for creative people, artists, writers, uh, people who make stuff. You can be doing it for a living or not, doing it as a hobby if you want. doesn't much matter, so long as you're doing it for the sake of it, for its, primarily at least, for the sake of it, for its inherent enjoyment, for the fulfilment and gratification that it brings because I think that's vitally important. And without it, there's no meaning. There's no purpose, you know. And along those lines, today's episode, I'm talking about too much data, that perhaps there is too much data out there in the world from people and organizations vying for our attention. So what do we do with all that? Or maybe it's more to do with the fact that we're too willing and eager to give our attention away. Maybe the amount of data produced by other people and organisations doesn't matter. And the problems we experience, the lack of fulfilment, the uh, uh, feeling of perhaps some degree of emptiness or or lack of meaning and purpose in our life and, and in relation to our work is due to the fact that we put our attention elsewhere except where it's most important you know and we invested in other people we invested in their ideas and their products and services and we believe by virtue of their propaganda because that's what it is and public relations and advertising that somehow this better version of us this happy place is existent somewhere in the future if i just buy this thing or if I just hire this person, or if I marry this person, or whatever. The better version of me, the the happy life that I crave, is out there somewhere, in somebody else, in something else. And if I just get that, well then everything will be alright. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't enjoy stuff. I mean, I enjoy stuff. I love technology. I bought myself a new Mac recently. I, I, uh, I like gadgets and stuff, you know. I buy them because I like to play with them. I get enjoyment from it. I get enjoyment from creating this podcast. Nobody pays me for the podcast. No one says, I don't go out there and solicit advertising from other people or organizations and bombard you with shit that you don't need. You don't need any of this. But I make it and I do it and I write and all of these things I engage in because I enjoy it. First and foremost, if uh, by virtue of doing that, someone gives me money and say, hey, keep doing that. Well, then that's a bonus. I also have a day job and I do that because it pays the bills. But I also enjoy doing it. I didn't always enjoy doing it, but I do now. And I think that's missing for most of us. For most of us. I believe that. It's the reason why we're all fucking crazy. That's why... Twitter goes bananas about uh, Mr. Trump and all kinds of other things, you know. I'm glad I don't live in the States. I'm just going to take a drink of water here. And that's no disrespect to my American listeners, to my US listeners. But, uh, well, people are crazy across the board. You know, we're all fucking mad, really. And we become insane 
when we believe that it's other people's responsibility to bring us fulfillment and make us happy, as if happiness is some destination that we can reach, you know. That's idiotic, in my opinion. Happiness is an illusion. There's no uh, achieving happiness. The whole purpose of life is a, is a movement between different experiences. And it, without the black, there's no white. Without the white, there's no black. And uh, sometimes they blend in different grades and shades of grey. And that's what it is. So t- for us to expect that the bank loan for five grand, you know, these motherfuckers, pardon the French, <laughs> who come on the TV and say that they're backing, uh, backing brave. That's that's one here in where I'm from. One of the banks use that soundbite, you know, a backing business or whatever it is they do, they say they're doing. They're full of shit. They want to sell you shit you don't need, you know. It's okay if you're, let's say, if your head is in the right place and you're making something and you build a business around that thing you're making and you want to expand your business, not necessarily for vanity's sake. Or maybe it is for vanity's sake. Maybe all this chasing of stuff is pure vanity and it brings, ultimately, it brings no fulfillment whatsoever. Maybe that's the case. You see, I believe that total fulfillment, ultimate ultimate fulfillment can only be achieved, can only be gained as if it, it can't even be gained. That's just even the wrong terminology. The language that I use isn't suitable to get across this message, but I do my best. Um, this creating meaning around our work is only achievable by throwing ourselves into it and shutting out everybody else. Popping back up from time to time to say hello and share what we've done. But ultimately, if we're going to make something worthwhile, we've got to close the door, shut down to all of that shit and focus on ourselves. Be completely selfish in the act. You know, writers know what I'm talking about. Musicians know what I'm talking about. Artists uh, who work solo, work on their own, know what I'm talking about. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't engage with other people and collaborate. But ultimately, the best work, the me- most meaningful work you can do is on your own. And that's what this article today, the short article, I don't know what it is, maybe six, seven hundred words, if even that, uh, is talking about. Is this idea that we don't need to chase something. There's no better life or better version of you and me out there somewhere in the future. And we just have to find the answer somewhere in a book or whatever, because it doesn't exist, you know. The only thing we ever need to do is to shut down all that crap and focus on the work. And when you do the work, you come up out of that and you've got you've got something. You can show to other people and go, hey, check this out, you know. And then all of a sudden things begin to surprise us. Stuff comes around and makes us smile, you know. And that's what it's about, like, you know, there's a predominant idea out there, certainly in the business world, that we've got to make it happen. That if it is to be, it is up to me. I don't know who came up with that soundbite, but um, some personal development guru somewhere along the road popped that one up. And it's nice and it's kind of catchy and stuff, but it's ultimately meaningless because, well, it has meaning too. It's kind of a dichotomy going on. You can't make it happen. you got to almost allow it to happen by just getting into it, you know. 
of course you of course you got to spend time in the thing learning the ropes learning the rules of the game but whatever game you play if you're going to make something that other people can say hey that's deadly well you've got to immerse yourself in it and being distracted and giving away your attention cheaply to facebook and google and twitter and all of these things and cnn and other news and media outlets uh and instagram it's bullshit you know entertainment and tv shows on a saturday night like come on you're never going to find it there you know and that's what i'm talking about today in the article over on larrygmcguire.com you can check it out uh it's called too much too much data is that what i called let me check here yes that's what's called too much data don't know how many words that is doesn't really matter 707 words this uh, subject matter is not new. I've been talking about it for a while and I'm writing about it in a book called The Artist's Manifesto. Uh, it's a central theme of the book that in order to bring about those circumstances and events that makes us, makes us, that make us smile, um, we've got to forget about making it happen and just get into the work and do it for the sake of it, you know? Um, Pardon me. Uh, now, I'm actually giving this book away for free. I'm creating a, a website called The Artist Manifesto. The Artists, plural. The Artists Manifesto.co. And on that site, you can read the book in its entirety. You can even download it in Mobi and PDF and EPUB for free from that site. If you want the paperback, it'll be on Amazon. Um, in a way, the fact that I'm not relying on this book to deliver me an income is uh, kind of freeing in a lot of senses. Uh, it allows me to talk about these things with some degree of integrity, uh, if that makes sense. Because um, you could say that I'm slating everybody who's ever had a system or a solution um, that claims to point you in the right direction or save your life in some way you know and uh, although I thought about building material around these concepts and selling that as a course and stuff uh, I'm not interested in that just want to get the book out there uh, I don't know where the material will take me I just like to talk about it and I like to write about it and uh, share it because I think it's important that in a, a an era of human existence where uh, is this constant stream of data and stimulation from other bastards who just want your fucking money. Um, it's vital that this, there's some kind of, not opposing, but an alternative view, you know, that doesn't have uh, some kind of vested interest in your wallet. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't like money or want money. That's Money is part of the game. And uh, allows me by the mic that I'm speaking into and the Mac that I'm recording onto and pay for all the stuff that is required to share this idea. Now, I do uh, have a Patreon page. You can become a patron of mine if you like what I make. If you think what I'm writing and talking about is valuable 
well, I'd encourage you to get over and check that out. It's on patreon.com forward slash Larry G. McGuire. And you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. You can, in fact, set your own uh, amount. And, in fact, you can be a patron or a follower of the stuff over there on Patreon uh, for no cost at all. So we'll see how that goes. It does cost money, but I do something else to earn money and and uh, it allows me to do this. But ultimately, I'd like to leave that behind and focus on my writing. So if you like what I make, um, I'd encourage you to get over to patreon.com forward slash Larry G. McGuire and check that stuff out. Uh, I've got some free stuff over there too. Uh, the paperback will be the only paid version of the book. Um, and if you'd like to get uh, the first couple of chapters... The uh, preface and the foreword by my friend and patron, uh, Bobby Kuntz. Um, you can get that on LarryGMcGuire.com. I have three versions that you can download, the first couple of chapters, EPUB, Moby and PDF. So how long have I been going for? Let me check this out here. I keep changing the settings on this uh, garage band, 13 minutes. So what I'm going to do for you now, I'm going to read this article as I normally do on Sunday Letters. There was no episode yesterday. Uh, I was tied up with a college project. So I'm going to read this article for you now. It's called Too Much Data. Is it that there's too much data vying for our attention? Or is it perhaps that there's too much of our attention competing for all that data? It's an interesting consideration because, you see, certain populist commentary can lead us to believe that everything out there is the problem. There are too many advertisers, marketers and media outlets who want to sell us their idea or product. And to a certain extent, that's true. Everywhere we look, someone is trying to sell us something. All it takes, it seems, is a motor company or financial institution to flash a bright, shiny idea of a better life for us to get sucked in. They need their attention, you see. And if they don't get it, then they cease to be relevant. They don't make an impact and they don't make money and therefore they are not viable in commercial terms. Behind them, the surface level facade of these organisations, there are people. These people have, just like many of us, invested their sense of self in the job they do or the business that they are building. And if they fail, then they are deemed unworthy members of society. That's the unwritten narrative that lies behind our Western industrialised, commercially focused culture. But perhaps the problem is not that in the surface level world of daily human activity, there are too many bastards trying to take us for a ride, but rather that we are much too willing to give them our attention. Maybe we are simply too eager to invest ourselves in them. It seems we would much rather believe that someone or something out there in the world, some weekend course, self-help book or video series, car or bank loan, can help us close the gap between who we believe ourselves to be and who we wish to be. And so it is that we never get there, whatever we perceive there to be. The promise of a better future these fuckers offered, the one which we so willingly swallowed, never arrives. Finding Long-Term Fulfilment our attention to external sources is switched on almost permanently. From the moment we get up to the moment we lie down at night, our brains are on high alert, seeking out stimulation in TV, mobile phones and other data sources. Corporations are training us, and we are allowing ourselves to be trained, 
towards this always-on mind. And that's pretty much disastrous for creativity. Outside sources of stimulation, be that by advertisers, social media, people in praise or criticism of our work or otherwise, serve merely to distract us from the work we are supposed to be doing. It dilutes our concentration and ability to create meaningful work that ultimately is the only thing that can ever bring us long-term gratification. It's challenging. For me too, it's challenging. I get sucked in sometimes and I can feel the resulting discomfort come over me. It takes discipline to correct the brain that has been wired for constant stimulation. But the only way I see that you and I can ever make a real difference in the world, or better again, to those closest to us or indeed ourselves, is to shut down and go deep. Close the door. Switch off the phone and get stuck in. Create a space where you can work without distraction and focus your mind on the work that engages you and do it every day for long periods. Then all of a sudden one day someone will remark at how great it is that thing you just made. Be selfish. I just don't see an alternative if we are to be happy and fulfilled. That's it for today. Thanks very much for listening to The Larb. I've been Larry G. McGuire. And if you want to find out more about what I do, get over to LarryGMcGuire.com if you'd like to support my work because I don't charge for this stuff. There's no advertising on this podcast channel. There's no advertising on my website. I do it because I like to do it and I want to keep doing it. So if you'd like to support me, get over to Patreon.com forward slash LarryGMcGuire and check it out. I've got some free stuff over there for you. And don't forget, you can get the preface, uh, the forward on the first two chapters of the Artist Manifesto when you subscribe to Sunday Letters. You can do that over on LarryGMcGuire.com. I'll send you all the new stuff on email. That's it for now. It's uh, Monday, 2 o'clock where I am, and I'm going to get out of here, and I'll check you later on. All right, thanks for listening. Take care now.